gospel reading is from Luke chapter 4, verses 14 through 21. Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread through all the surrounding country. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Here ends the Gospel reading. To tell you the truth, I'm not thrilled about preaching on the Gospel reading for this week. I thought about preaching on the first reading from 1 Corinthians. I could use an illustration about how scientists are coming up with ways to bring back a part of the body that has been cut off using DNA from that body. I could talk about how there are people who are given more importance for their God-given gifts and afforded privileges not available to most of us. These two illustrations are from sermon helps I read this week. Yes, preachers don't come up with all those interesting illustrations on their own. I could tell you how every member of the church is important. I could tell you not to be boastful about your God-given gifts. I could tell you that even if you choose to deny your importance to or even being part of the church, you are still a valued member of the body of Christ. Well, I guess I have told you all these things. But instead of me continuing on this passage and copping out, let's talk about the reading from Luke. This passage follows Jesus' battle with the devil in the wilderness, by which Luke has told us that Jesus can handle Satan on his own. In this week's passage, Luke wants his readers to know Jesus is the real thing, in case there was any doubt from what Luke wrote in the first three chapters. Jesus returned to his hometown, where he was known as an ordinary boy and man. They may not have heard about the wisdom he shared at the temple in Jerusalem when he was a boy. Jesus is something new, something unique. Jesus is the Messiah that Isaiah proclaimed would come, the one the people of Nazareth had been waiting for. He was the one they had been waiting for the one to bring good news to the poor. He was sent to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free. He was, he is the Savior of all. There will be no more suffering after the resurrection, some pastors are preaching today. And this is where I struggle with this passage from Luke. Bring good news to the poor. Proclaim release to the captives recovery of sight to the blind, 
the oppressed freed. There are still people who are poor, who are in captivity. There are those who are blind and those who are oppressed. I'm obviously not saying the message of God's promises of a future without suffering isn't important. I always preach about God's gift of salvation. But what does it mean to those who are unbelievably poor, whose hunger is so bad their bellies ache, to those who have no place to live? As I struggled with this passage, I took a look at the actual Greek in which the New Testament was written. I was taught in seminary to do that every week during sermon preparation, but, well, let's not go there. In Greek, the last sentence in this passage is translated word for word like this. He begins yet to be saying toward them that today has been filled the writing this in their ears of you. As Luke wants us to know, Jesus is the Messiah. But knowing this version of the last sentence, can we hear something else too? Has been filled the writing this in the ears of you. After hearing the words of Isaiah that Jesus read, what fills your ears? Do you hear the cries of the oppressed, the hungry, the homeless, those who are in pain? Maybe they're drowned out by the football game or the latest streaming series on your television. In the United States, households average two and a half TVs, and over 30% have more than four. Many go hungry while you, your friends, and family stuff themselves with pizza, chips, and beer. Or maybe while others are oppressed or in prison, you are busy posting to social media on the numerous smart devices in your warm and comfortable home. And yes, I include myself in this because I too have too many TVs and too many electronic devices. I do know also there are many who have more than us. They hoard, never being satisfied with what they have, showing no regard for anyone else. But we are called to care and act. I want you to know and to proclaim the gift of God's salvation for all the world. But just as much, I want you to hear the desperate cries of those who suffer today. We can't eliminate all the suffering in the world, but together as the body of Christ, we need to try. Amen.